Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bonjour à tous. Whether it's to cover the bills, to keep people on the payroll, or to make rent on a storefront, many Canadians need a hand right now. So over the past few months, we've brought in new programs that are doing exactly that. Just take the wage subsidy and what it has meant for people like the employees at Euroline in Oakville. This family-owned appliance business had to close their operations and lay off staff because of the pandemic. It was a really tough spring. But when they applied for the wage subsidy, they were able to then retire, rehire their entire team. And that matters to the 22 people who now have their paycheck again. To all employers, please use the wage subsidy if you haven't already. This help is designed for you and your employees. And if you need more support, apply for the Canada Emergency Business Account. On the SIBA in particular, I want to remind everyone that we recently expanded the eligibility for this program to include even more small businesses like farmers. The new application process will open on Friday, and in the coming days, we'll have more information to share about it. For now, though, you can go to edc.ca for information about the documents you'll need to apply. In the last few weeks, things have started to look up for a lot of people. But that said, we also know that far too many Canadians are still struggling. If you're having troubles finding a job, you shouldn't also be worrying about whether you'll hit the limit of your CERB benefits. So right now, we're working on a solution to extend the benefit for people who can't return to work yet. We'll have more details later this week, but for today, I want you to know that we will continue to be there for you and your family. Au cours des dernières semaines, les choses ont commencé à s'améliorer pour bien des gens. Cela dit, on sait aussi que beaucoup trop de Canadiens éprouvent encore des difficultés en ce moment. Si vous avez du mal à trouver un emploi, vous ne devriez pas non plus avoir à vous inquiéter de ne plus toucher la prestation canadienne d'urgence. On est en train de trouver une solution pour prolonger la période de prestation pour ceux qui ne peuvent toujours pas retourner au travail à cause de la pandémie. On aura plus de détails pour vous cette semaine, mais pour l'instant, je veux que vous sachiez qu'on va continuer d'être là pour vous et pour votre famille. À ce sujet, je veux aussi prendre un moment pour reconnaître tous les fonctionnaires qui travaillent fort depuis des semaines pour s'assurer que les Canadiens reçoivent la prestation d'urgence et la subvention salariale d'urgence. En cette semaine nationale de la fonction publique, je tiens à les remercier pour tout ce qu'ils font pour nous, surtout pendant la pandémie. During National Public Service Week, I want to thank all the women and men who work incredibly hard to get Canadians the help they need especially recently. They've done a remarkable job for their fellow Canadians. No one could have predicted that this spring would turn out the way that it did. Certainly for farmers who keep our grocery stores stocked and our families fed, it's been an unexpectedly challenging few months. 
With restaurants and hotels closed for weeks, many producers were left with extra food they couldn't sell. Farmers work hard to raise their livestock and grow their crops. They shouldn't be in a position where they have to see that wasted. And that's why today we are opening applications for the Surplus Food Rescue Program. This program will help get products that farmers and fishers can't sell, whether that's potato, poultry or seafood or otherwise, to communities that need it. People across the country will benefit, including in remote northern communities. This is a win-win. Farmers will have people to buy their goods and food will get to the plates of families who wouldn't have enough otherwise. Aujourd'hui, on lance les applications pour le programme d'achat des aliments excédentaires. À cause de la pandémie, de nombreux producteurs n'arrivent pas à vendre une partie de leurs produits. Ils ont travaillé fort pour les cultiver et ce serait dommage de les gaspiller. Avec ce programme, on va acheter certains des excédents pour les redistribuer à ceux qui en ont besoin. Tout le monde est gagnant. Les agriculteurs ont un marché pour leurs produits et on aide à nourrir les familles qui en ont besoin. In many ways, COVID-19 is a challenge like we've never dealt with before. But it certainly isn't the only test we're facing. In an increasingly complex and interconnected world, we need to think outside the box in order to keep people safe, to grow our economy, and to shape our future for the better. Artificial intelligence has the potential to be an incredibly powerful force for good, but it must be used responsibly and ethically. And on that front, Canada is continuing to lead the way forward. Today, as one of 13 founding members, Canada helped launch the Global Partnership on Artificial Intelligence. As part of this initiative, we've also worked with the government of, of Quebec to set up a centre of expertise in Montreal, which will be one of the partnership's two global hubs. This country is home to some of the world's most innovative people, not to mention the fact that Canadians have pioneered much of today's AI tech. It only makes sense to put that expertise to use. Aujourd'hui, le Canada participe au lancement du Partenariat mondial sur l'intelligence artificielle en tant que l'un des 13 membres fondateurs. Dans le cadre de cette initiative, on a également travaillé avec le gouvernement du Québec pour mettre en place à Montréal l'un des deux centres d'expertise du partenariat. Les Canadiens figurent parmi les personnes les plus innovatrices au monde et sont les pionniers de nombreuses technologies dans le domaine de l'intelligence artificielle. On va donc mettre cette expertise à profit. Earlier this morning, I also joined Minister Ng and her counterparts in the Ottawa Group on World Trade Organization reform. We discussed our work together on trade, on safeguarding international supply chains, and on building a global economy that works for everyone. Now, more than ever, it is vital that we collaborate across borders to keep our economy strong and our citizens safe. This pandemic is a global crisis, and it requires global solutions. So in response to a request from the United Nations, I can also announce that Canada will provide airlift support for urgently needed medical and humanitarian supplies. Through this mission, we will be delivering help to some of the world's most vulnerable people. Ce matin, j'aimerais aussi souligner qu'aujourd'hui, c'est la journée mondiale de la lutte contre la maltraitance des personnes âgées. Nos parents, nos grands-parents et nos aînés ont bâti notre pays. 
On doit les protéger et s'assurer qu'elles reçoivent les soins qu'elles méritent. Que vous décidiez d'appeler vos grands-parents ou de prendre des nouvelles de votre voisin, on peut tous faire notre part. Dans ma circonscription de Papineau, la table de concertation AMI fait un travail incroyable pour prévenir la maltraitance des personnes âgées tout au long de l'année. Je veux d'ailleurs en profiter pour reconnaître et remercier tous ceux et celles qui travaillent au sein d'organismes semblables à l'échelle du pays. Merci de prendre soin de nos aînés. Aujourd'hui et à chaque jour, on doit travailler ensemble pour assurer la santé et la sécurité des Canadiens de tous âges. Our parents, our grandparents and our elders built this country. And we all have a part to play in keeping them safe. On that note, let me give a big shout-out to the Rogers Foundation for their $60 million donation to help the most vulnerable during this pandemic. I know this, initiative, this incredible initiative will have a huge impact on a whole lot of people's lives. And speaking of people who make a difference, I want to end this morning by recognizing the Canadian troops who arrived in Ukraine yesterday to resume their training mission. The work they're doing, together with our partners, to build a more secure country is incredibly important. I know all Canadians will be thinking of these brave women and men in uniform as they serve overseas. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup, Monsieur le Premier ministre. On va maintenant commencer la période de questions par le téléphone. Opérateur, c'est à vous. Merci. Thank you. Première question, Michel Lamarche, TVA. À vous. Bonjour, M. Trudeau. Très rapidement, est-ce que vous êtes prêt aujourd'hui à prendre un engagement ferme sur euh, cette prolongation de la PCU pour ceux qui en ont besoin? On comprend, votre plan s'en vient cette semaine, mais pouvez-vous au moins confirmer que ça sera prolongé dans une forme ou une autre? Je peux rassurer les Canadiens à travers le pays que, comme j'ai dit depuis le début, nous allons continuer d'être là pour les gens qui en ont besoin d'aide. Nous allons annoncer plus de détails plus tard cette semaine. En suivi, Michel. Donc, pas de prolongation ou en tout cas pas d'engagement ferme. J'aimerais vous entendre sur un autre sujet. Il y a eu des manifs hier sur, contre la loi 21, en fait, sur la laïcité. En ce qui a trait à la lutte contre le racisme systémique, vous avez promis de faire mieux. Est-ce que vous avez, euh, vous envisagez la possibilité de changer votre fusil d'épaule et d'intervenir d'une façon ou d'une autre contre la loi 21 euh, que certains considèrent comme faisant partie du racisme dans les institutions? Ma position là-dessus, elle est connue de longue date et elle continue. Mais nous sommes en train de voir à quel point les Québécois sont en train eux-mêmes de manifester contre cette loi. Et on a un système judiciaire qui continue de faire son travail et nous allons continuer de, de, de l'observer. Merci beaucoup. Opérateur, prochaine question. Thank you. Merci. Next question, Kate Bongaro, Bloomberg, line open. Hello, Mr. Trudeau. Um, I have a question regarding immigration targets. Do you have any sense of how the downturn will impact immigration flows over the next two years? 
we recognize that there's been a couple of months in which uh, very few people have come to Canada. Uh, we closed the borders because of COVID-19, uh, and that obviously has had uh, an impact on the number of immigrants arriving in Canada. But Canada continues to be a country that knows that immigration is an essential source of growth, of prosperity, of opportunity, uh, both for Canadians and for people arriving in this country. Uh, and we look forward to continuing to be a strong country in regards to immigration. We will have uh, more to say on that, obviously, as our country begins to reopen. But uh, at this point, we are still very much uh, in the uh, closed phase of, uh, of the pandemic response. Following up, Kate. Um, small businesses say the rental subsidy isn't being used because landlords won't apply for it. Um, how is your government planning to adapt this program to get more uptake and make sure that it's getting money into the pockets of business, small businesses that need it? Uh, we have been impressing upon the provinces the need to move forward with eviction bans, for example. Uh, this is something we talked about uh, a number of weeks ago when we moved forward with the uh, commercial rent subsidy. Uh, we've seen a number of provinces move forward on it, but uh, we know that more provinces need to step up. This is an area where the province gets to make the rules. The federal government ha doesn't have uh, the levers uh, against landlords on that, but I uh, certainly hope more provinces will understand that an evictions ban is the right way to go. Okay. Uh, Nous avions souligné le besoin d'empêcher les évictions par rapport à l'appui la, pour le loyer commercial, mais c'est une loi et un règlement qui doit être amené par les provinces. Il y a plusieurs provinces qui l'ont fait. On espère que tous les, toutes les provinces vont le faire. Thank you, operator. Next question on the phone. Thank you. Merci. Next question, Brian Lilly, Toronto Sun. Line open. Good morning, Prime Minister. You've been talking a lot about uh, Canada needing to do better, Canada needing to acknowledge the past when it comes to issues around race. Your party's uh, primary uh, fundraising club is called the Laurier Club. And I'm wondering, given Prime Minister Laurier's history with the Chinese head tax, with blocking uh, immigration from India, uh, signing an order in council banning uh, black immigration, will you change the name? of the Laurier Club. Uh, thank you for your question, Brian. Uh, obviously, we recognize uh, that over the past uh, decades and generations, Canada has not done well enough. I've uh, apologized in the House for the Komagata Maru. Uh, we've made apologies for the head tax. We've uh, made uh, a direct, direct uh, acknowledgement of the very, very many mistakes Canada has made in the past. Those mistakes continue today with uh, systemic racism that continues, and we need to take concrete measures to move forward, to change the systems, to improve the systems, to better support uh, racialized Canadians and Indigenous Canadians, and that's absolutely what we're going to focus on. Uh, obviously, there are uh, many conversations going on around the names of sports teams, around statues, around the way we commemorate historical figures, and those conversations are going to be important and need to continue, uh, and we encourage those conversations to be had. 
OK. Euh, je pense que le Canada doit euh, faire mieux, évidemment, par rapport à la lutte contre la, le racisme systémique. Euh, évidemment, euh, il y a énormément de choses dans nos passés pour lesquelles nous nous sommes excusés et que euh, nous nous sommes engagés de faire mieux. Mais on le voit encore aujourd'hui. On a des systèmes qui ne traitent pas euh, assez bien les Canadiens euh, autochtones ou racialisés. C'est pour ça que nous, nous allons continuer de travailler très fort pour améliorer les systèmes. Euh, par rapport à, à, à cette, cette histoire de, de regarder le, les noms d'équipes de, euh, de, de sport, des noms de, de des, les présences de statues et les noms d'édifices, euh, il y a toujours des conversations extrêmement importantes à faire, à avoir entre Canadiens. Nous allons écouter les Canadiens qui sont préoccupés. Following up, Brian. Well, I'd like to hear specifically from from you, Prime Minister, how far back do you think you have to go? What is the cutoff? Is it uh, owning slaves like James McGill, the, the founder and person that your alma mater is named for? Is it holding uh, views you know, 100, 200 years ago that are incompatible with today's views? What is it that you, uh, where do you think that... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Cutoff line is what, where do we draw the line? Where do we say this needs to be renamed? That doesn't. I think, first of all, it's a sign of progress that things have changed so much from 100 years ago, 200 years ago, in so many ways. We have significantly improved as a society, and there is still much more to do. And I think on all these situations, it has to be discussed on a case-by-case -case basis. Uh, we know there will be uh, a range of views on any given issue, and I think we need to listen carefully and with a lot of sensitivity to concerns that are brought up. Uh, around uh, what we uh, what we look to renaming, what we continue, and what we uh, use as uh, as learning lessons for uh, for future generations. Je pense qu'on euh, doit approcher ces, ces, ces enjeux difficiles au par, cas par cas, que nous, écoutons, euh, les uns, que nous écoutons les uns les autres, que nous euh, faisons attention à, à, aux perspectives des autres et qu'on essaye de choisir la meilleure façon d'avancer pour reconnaître les erreurs du passé, mais quand même reconnaître l'évolution qu'on a eue depuis le passé. Merci beaucoup. Dernière question au téléphone. Thank you. Merci. Prochaine question, Hélène Buzetti, le devoir à vous. Oui, bonjour, M. Trudeau. J'aimerais simplement revenir sur la PCU, la prestation canadienne d'urgence. Vous dites que vous êtes en train de regarder comment la prolonger. Je ne comprends pas ce qui est si long. Ne s'agit-il pas simplement de repousser la date d'admissibilité? Nous sommes en train de le travailler. Comme j'ai dit, nous allons avoir une annonce dans les jours à venir. L'annonce ne sera, sera, sera pas pour ce matin, mais ce matin, je peux rassurer tous les Canadiens qui reçoivent la PCU, qui cherchent un emploi, qui ne sont pas sûrs qu'ils vont pouvoir trouver un emploi lors de la fin de la PCU que nous allons continuer d'être là pour les appuyer. Comme on le dit depuis le début, nous sommes un gouvernement qui va être là pour aider les gens. Uh, Donc, j'en compte. 
people uh, have questions about what's going to happen as they end uh, their uh, CERB benefits in the coming month and are worried that they're not going to be able to find another job. Uh, I will be making an announcement in the coming days on, uh, on that extension and on that issue. But uh, for now, uh, all I can say is that we will continue to be there to support Canadians. We have said this from the very beginning, that our government will be there to support Canadians in need and people can be reassured that we will continue to be there. Oui, alors j'en comprends que les paramètres de la PCU vont peut-être changer. Ce ne sera pas juste la date qui va changer. Mais je voudrais vous entendre. Croyez-vous que ce sera suffisant pour vous gagner l'appui du NPD? Il y a mercredi un vote, de, 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 un vote sur les subsides. C'est traditionnellement un vote de confiance. Le NPD veut le prolongement, sinon il vote contre. Pensez-vous qu'il y a un risque que votre gouvernement minoritaire tombe et que le, le Canada se retrouve en élection autrement? Comme toujours, dans un Parlement minoritaire, ce seraient les parlementaires qui vont décider ce qui se passe. Euh, nous allons continuer euh, d'aider les Canadiens. Nous allons continuer d'être là pour les familles, les travailleurs qui en ont besoin. Euh, je pense que c'est ce à quoi s'attendent tous les députés à la Chambre. Bonjour, Philippe-Vincent Fosé de Radio-Canada. Une question de mes collègues au Nouveau-Brunswick. Euh, il y a deux Autochtones qui ont été tués par les balles de la police, Chantel Moore, Rodney Levy. Il y a une des familles qui demande une enquête publique sur ce qui s'est passé. Êtes-vous d'accord? Ça prend une enquête publique pour faire la lumière, toute la lumière sur ce qui s'est passé? Je pense que, que d'abord, euh, ces familles méritent d'avoir des réponses. Évidemment, euh, on est, on est de là, là de tout cœur avec eux. Euh, Évidemment, il y a beaucoup de questions. Il va falloir avoir ces réponses. On s'attend à ce qu'il y ait une, une enquête transparente et ouverte sur ce qui s'est passé. Les Canadiens et les familles ont besoin d'avoir des réponses. Okay. Uh, first of all, my, my heart goes out to the families of, uh, uh, and loved ones of uh, those who've, uh, who died. Uh, it is really important that they get answers, that we all get answers on what happens, and that's why we need uh, open and transparent investigations to provide answers to Canadians on individual cases. Uh, but we also need to pay attention to the larger systemic challenges that these are illustrative of. C'est public, ça, une enquête ouverte et transparente? C'est la question qui était... Je pense que les réponses à, à cette enquête doivent être publiques, absolument. Sur le racisme systémique, il y a une question qui était quand même claire sur le Laurier, le Club Laurier. Vous n'avez pas répondu directement à cette question-là. Vous parlez beaucoup qu'il existe du racisme systémique, qu'il y en a partout dans toutes les sphères, dans toutes les institutions canadiennes. Par contre, vous ne proposez pas beaucoup de solutions. Vous faites juste le dire. Il y en a certains qui disent c'est bien de donner des leçons, mais encore faut-il donner des solutions. Vos solutions, M. Trudeau, où sont-elles? On, on travaille depuis quelques jours déjà euh, pour approfondir notre travail et nos échanges avec euh, les communautés autochtones racialisées. Nous savons qu'il y a énormément de propositions qui ont été faites dans différents rapports, dans différentes recommandations. Euh, il y a des choses euh, qu'on sait qu'on peut faire. Et maintenant, on est en train de travailler avec les communautés pour prioriser lesquelles on va faire d'abord euh, et on va avoir plus à dire d'ici très peu là-dessus. Uh, we have, over the past years and decades, received many 
stacks of recommendations, of analyses, of reports on uh, measures that can be taken to better fight against systemic racism, to reduce inequities in our system against uh, racialized Canadians and Indigenous Canadians in particular. Um, it is a question of uh, picking which of those recommendations we should be moving forward with first, and that's why we're working with uh, Indigenous leadership and communities, working with uh, the black community, working with uh, racialized Canadians uh, to prioritize exactly what things we should do rapidly right away. We'll have more to say in the coming days on that. Marika Walsh with the Globe and Mail. Prime Minister, the shooting death on Friday is the latest of six since April. Six Indigenous people have been shot and killed by police in Canada. Two other Indigenous people have died um, in, in the company or in the custody of police, but the circumstances of their deaths are unknown. That's just in the last three months. What specifically will your government do to ensure this doesn't continue? There is systemic racism in Canada, and it means that Indigenous peoples, Black Canadians and racialized Canadians are uh, far more likely to suffer uh, violence at the hands of the authorities and police uh, than non-racialized Canadians. Uh, this is a problem uh, that we have seen for many years. We have made uh, steps to improve it, but there is a need for much more, uh, much quicker. And that's why we are working right now uh, with communities to address the first things that need to be done most rapidly, and we are going to move forward with them rapidly. Nous reconnaissons que depuis longtemps, on a un système qui traite les peuples autochtones, les Canadiens racialisés de façon différente que les Canadiens qui sont pas minoritaires. Nous avons pris des mesures au cours des dernières années pour essayer d'améliorer les choses, mais évidemment, il y a énormément plus à faire et on va le faire. Actuellement, on travaille avec les experts dans les communautés, on travaille avec les différents groupes pour identifier quelles seront les mesures qu'on qu devrait prendre en priorité rapidement et on va avoir des annonces à faire dans les jours à venir. Your previous question, answer, excuse me, um, very specifically acknowledged that you've had these reports and these recommendations and you have been in government for five years and the action has not been taken. One of the very specific recommendations from Murray Sinclair is that police be screened for their attitudes on race. Do you support that and will that be implemented? We have, over the past years, including under Commissioner Lucky, uh, transformed uh, a number of the protocols around hiring the RCMP, although other police forces are jurisdictions of others orders, other orders of governments, uh, and uh, we will commit to doing more. Uh, we know there are many, many different things that need to happen in order to go after and to reduce systemic racism, uh, and we will uh, work with communities to prioritize which ones we should do first and most rapidly. Okay. Euh, nous reconnaissons qu'il y a énormément à faire dans les, jours à, dans les années à venir. On a pris des pas concrets depuis euh, 4-5 ans, mais euh, il y a plus à faire et on va travailler avec euh, la GRC, comme on espère que tous les euh, différents euh, ordres de gouvernement vont travailler avec leurs corps policiers pour améliorer le recrutement et, euh, et les processus. Good morning, Salima, du CBC. Uh, on the CERB, uh 
extension possibility. Obviously, there's an issue here in terms of uh, the numbers of people on CERB as opposed to companies with the wage subsidy, uh, very low uptake on the wage subsidy. Um, so with this uh, extension and provinces reopening, what more can your government do to encourage companies to use the wage subsidy aside from just begging and pleading? Uh, every week we see more and more companies uh, take on the wage subsidy as uh, their economies, as our local economies reopen. We have millions of Canadians receiving the wage subsidy and uh, we're seeing as people get back to work, as jobs get created, people are taking it up. The CERB was designed to keep everyone at home and allow us to get through the initial wave of this pandemic. Now, as we move into the recovery phase, uh, we're seeing more and more companies take on the wage subsidy, which is a good thing. But even with economy reopening, we know there are many jobs that aren't going to be coming back in the short term. And that's why uh, we are looking at uh, for continuing to help people who are on the CERB who can't find a job. Il y a des millions de Canadiens qui, euh, qui profitent euh, de la subvention salariale. Euh, avec la réouverture de l'économie, il y a de plus en plus d'emplois créés. Des gens quittent la PCU pour euh, aller chercher euh, et du travail et la subvention euh, de travail pour, euh, pour les aider avec leur salaire. Euh, Nous avons encore du travail à faire parce que même avec la réouverture, il y a énormément d'emplois qui sont encore disparus, qui ne reviennent pas assez rapidement. Et donc, nous allons être là pour continuer d'aider ceux qui ne trouvent pas un travail, qui ont encore besoin de la PCU. When you see the um, dramatic spike in coronavirus cases in, in a fair number of U.S. states, New York's governor, Texas's governor, they're, they're musing about possibly going into lockdown mode again. Um, what specific concerns are there uh, for your government in that when you think of, uh, obviously, the border restrictions and the talks to keep that ongoing? How, how concerning is that? On Thursday night with the premiers, we had another good conversation around uh, the border restrictions, particularly with the United States. And uh, it is clear that there is a broad consensus uh, across the provinces that uh, we need to continue to keep our current border measures in place. We will keep uh, discussing with, uh, with the uh, United States administration on ways forward. Uh, but our priority on this is to ensure that we're keeping Canadians safe while continuing to ensure the flow of essential goods and services. Euh, jeudi passé, avec les premiers ministres, on a discuté euh, de l'enjeu euh, des frontières. Euh, il y a un consensus assez clair que euh, les, euh, les premiers ministres des provinces veulent euh, qu'on continue avec les mesures actuelles à la frontière canado-américaine. Euh, nous sommes en discussion avec l'administration américaine pour euh, pouvoir continuer d'assurer la sécurité des Canadiens. Kevin Gallagher with CTV National News. Prime Minister, last week there were reports that your immigration minister presented a plan to give permanent residency status to asylum seekers who are working in the healthcare industry here in Canada. Um, what will the eligibility criteria be, and also will that be extended to essential workers, not just healthcare workers? Obviously, Canada is a country that has a strong immigration system, and part of the strength of that immigration system is that it is uh, a rigorous application of immig immigration rules uh, that reassures Canadians that we can continue uh, to be positive uh, towards immigration, even as people around the world turn away from immigration. 
the same time, we recognize the extraordinary work done uh, by uh, many vulnerable people to care for other vulnerable people, including asylum seekers. Uh, and we are, of course, looking at ways to recognize the invaluable support that they've given to Canadians at a very difficult time. Okay. Uh, je pense qu'un des principes qui rassure les Canadiens par rapport à l'immigration, c'est qu'on a un système rigoureux où les règles s'appliquent de façon euh, uniforme à travers le pays. En même temps, nous reconnaissons qu'on est dans une situation où des gens extrêmement vulnérables, des demandeurs d'asile, euh, se sont impliqués pour aider nos aînés et des gens extrêmement vulnérables euh, eux-mêmes. Donc, euh, nous sommes en train de regarder des façons de les appuyer. Uh, good morning, Prime Minister David Aiken, Global News. Uh, just come back to the Canada-U.S. border. Um, despite everybody's consensus to keep it sort of uh, as tight as it is now, we're seeing some loopholes. We're seeing American tourists transit to Alaska from the lower 48, stop in at Banff for a day or two. Uh, we've heard of stories of people denied uh, the ability, non-essential people coming across a land border who have then flown across the border. Uh, is this acceptable? What's your government thinking about that? Um, obviously, we've heard uh, those reports over the past few days and are looking into them. I think. Uh, as we continue our conversations with the Americans, as we uh, look at uh, adjusting or shifting our posture in certain ways, we need to make sure that we're able to apply the rules consistently and that we're doing everything necessary to keep Canadians safe at this important time. Euh, évidemment, j'ai entendu ces rapports et nous sommes en train de regarder ce qu'on peut faire pendant qu'on négocie avec les Américains sur euh, la, une prolongation possible de euh, cette restriction euh, aux frontières. Nous allons nous assurer euh, d'essayer de, 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 de prioriser, comme toujours, la protection des Canadiens. Merci beaucoup. C'est ce qui m'a fait la conférence de presse d'aujourd'hui. Merci tout le monde. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.